It is madness. Everybody out of their head. But not about the leak. The leak of the first draft of Justice Samuel Alito's views on Roe v. Wade and the idea that it could be overturned, certainly it was going to bring some emotion to the table. But no thoughts about a leak whatsoever, that the court itself was abused by someone within the court system, a clerk or someone else, leaking this to Politico, it being published, that in and of itself another question. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. There's a conversation to be had about whether or not abortion should be legal. There's a conversation about the constitutionality of Roe v. Wade. There's the idea that somehow it can't be touched, which is, of course, not true. The court has corrected many mistakes over its life. But no conversation about the leak at all? No caring from the president, from the vice president, from the, from the Senate majority leader? Senator Todd Young joined us right now, Republican of Indiana. Good to have you with us, sir. Uh, I, I do want to get into what we think of the court opinion, but I wanted to get your take on this idea of, of, of the leak. And it, it looks to me, I'm not putting words into your mouth, I'm saying that this was leaked as a way of trying to apply pressure to the court to change their mind on Roe v. Wade. What did you think when you saw the leak? Yeah, Tony, listen, thanks for having me. I, I, I think I would have to be uh, deceiving myself. I'd have to be delusional not to think uh, that this was intentionally done so that uh, there could be uh, a disruption of the normal court processes uh, and uh, intimidation, perhaps, of, of some justices so that they will not... Uh, make a decision based on the merits, based on the fundamental law that is the Constitution of the United States. This, after all, is why the Supreme Court of the United States has a long-standing uh, ethic that you maintain confidentiality throughout the deliberative process, uh, throughout the drafting of, of opinions, and then wait until all minds are made until all opinions have been formally drafted and signed uh, by Supreme Court justices before you make them public. This is a violation of uh, not just professional ethics, uh, but it's, it's a violation of uh, our trust as citizens that uh, our uh, federal judiciary is going to be a, a nonpartisan and independent body that is charged with just helping us understand what the law is, uh, not making new law uh, consistent with progressive wishes uh, or, or, frankly, even of, of conservative wishes. We want them to be fair arbiters of cases. That gets undermined when you inject politics into this. You have to think there was some political motivation. And I, w I would add, Tony, before I, I pass it back to you, that uh, the choice of Politico, which is a respected political publication, but they tend to report on, you know, who's up, who's down, horse race uh, sort of, of stories. Uh, they have chosen Politico to report on, on the inner workings and inner deliberations of this fundamental uh, Supreme Court decision. Uh, that suggests as well that this was done for political reasons. I... 
believe that this was uh, for political purpose. When you see the president saying that the the, the court not favoring Roe v. Wade is way overboard, uh, one of your colleagues, Senator Elizabeth Warren, uh, looked like, um, this is my view, had a bit of a breakdown in public discussing this 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 issue. We've seen the vice president. We've seen uh, the Senate majority leader. We're going to call this to a vote. We're going to bring it to, to the floor and have people on the record. The Indiana Democratic Party is desperate to get you uh, uh, on the record, sir. Has there been any conversation amongst Republicans of why, Mr. President, are you not worried about a leak? Why are you only worried about the politics? Is there Has there been a response to the president and vice president and others on this? Well, there has been. Uh, frankly, I was happy to see our minority leader, the Republican leader of the United States Senate, Mitch McConnell, issue a statement yesterday indicating that he thought the comments leveled by uh, many of our, our top Democrats, from Chuck Schumer to, Nan- uh, to, uh, uh, to the President of the United States, were demagogic, were inappropriate, uh, were uh, just prone to cite the American people. Uh, they, they gave fuel to the mob rule. Uh, that uh, surrounds these issues, has surrounded them uh, ever since the Supreme Court uh, uh, got involved in in, in so many of of the personal decisions uh, we make, as as I believe they did in in this case. And, uh, you know, this is a time for for calm nerves, uh, for uh, statesman-like behavior. It's a time to try and shore up our institutions rather than tear them down. And and we heard the President of the United States, we heard Chuck Schumer and others almost threaten the Supreme Court, threaten the Supreme Court uh, by packing them, threaten the Supreme Court uh, by indicating that uh, the American people are going to rise up if if, if certain decisions are made. That is not uh, a, a statesmanlike, a dignified uh, way for our top national leaders to behave. But this is of a piece with what we have seen from the Democratic Party. They've talked about structural change in the last couple of years. They've talked about packing the U.S. Senate with additional U.S. senators. They've talked about eliminating minority rights in the U.S. Senate. They've talked about packing the Supreme Court of the United States. So none of this is really particularly new, uh, but uh, the stakes seem to have been raised uh, by the president and by Chuck Schumer and others in recent days. Let me get these last two in really quick. I know you're up against it, talking to Senator Todd Young of, of Indiana. Uh, the first is on a political thing, and you you understand this stuff. You work with the Senate Republicans trying to get them reelected. The idea that this is going to energize Democrats to come out to the polls in November. Does this change your mathematics on how Republicans can win back the Senate or the House? No, it does not. I know that's a fervent, fervent hope of, of so many uh, Democrats, especially liberal Democrats, uh, who've seen uh, their party's uh, liberal agenda uh, turn into a shambles over the last year plus. I know it's uh, a real disappointment to Democratic operatives and many of our national journalists across the country uh, who have seen President Biden's polling uh, dip down into the 20s Uh, But, listen, nothing is going to change the subject from the 40-year high inflation numbers, 
from the poorest southern border that's led to over 2 million illegal crossings since this administration came into office, uh, from China's predatory behavior uh, against the United States. Uh, those facts won't change between now and November as, as much as I'd like them to. And the political reality is that the American people are going to rise up, they're going to deliver a Republican majority in the U.S. House, and they may well deliver a Republican majority uh, in the U.S. Senate, and uh, I'm going to be part of those efforts. Last but not least, you've got it here on your website, young.senate.gov, about looking to defund the disinformation board, this disinformation governance board uh, that Secretary Mayorkas mentioned, led by someone named Nina Jankowicz, who herself has bought into the idea of disinformation, claiming uh, that the uh, Hunter Biden laptop was disinformation when the New York Post had the story uh, from uh, from the word go. You have a fair amount of co-sponsors here, including yeah. Senator Mike Braun, uh, your, your co-senator here your fellow senator in indiana um how quickly do we think this is going to happen and can you get this board defunded well goodness i i uh, I, I hope it haps, happens in coming days uh at, at the latest in coming weeks we can't act quickly enough the american people will demand it i wouldn't want to be a democrat on the other side of this issue I'll say this, for my constituents, Hoosiers should not have to answer to a government bureaucracy when exercising their First Amendment right to speech. The idea that a disinformation board of unelected government bureaucrats should enforce speech rules is both radical and unconstitutional, Tony. And, and uh, listen, uh, I don't believe the American people are going to stand for this. I hope the administration backs away before it even is, is taken to a vote in the U.S. Senate. Senator Todd Young, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you're up against it. Uh, wh whatever's worrying behind you, go get to that, sir. Always yeah. a pleasure. Senator Todd Young of Indiana.